Attention agents. Orange alert. Repeat. Orange alert. Potential contract violation in process. God damn it. How long do we have? <laughs> minutes, sir. And we've given them the arson ceremonies, right? As much as we legally can, but there's... There's uh, still armed guards around the goat. Can we not shoot them? Take them out and leave a path for the subject? No, no. no I think the bodies would scare them off. We, we, we really just gotta hope they won't get caught. Oh, God. What are they using as fuel? Is it petrol? Uh, it looks like it. They've got a, a, a can. <laughs> but the thing is flame retardant. Nowadays it might not work. Oh, here goes nothing! Turn on the audio feed, I need to know what's going on. And there goes everything. He slipped over on the ice. What a moron. Fun! Helvete! And just like clockwork, there he is. Great, this is a wonderful night. Well done, everyone. Attention agents. Red alert. Repeat. Red alert. Seismic activity detected. Well, I suppose i better go ring head office and let them know. Grab a coffee, boys. It's going to be a long night. Call the point cabinet. So, it's the 1st of January, 2021. An airplane is flying over the cold landscape of northern Sweden. It's a military-style airplane, green and with a big eye emblazoned on the side. Inside, in the cargo area, four people are strapped into their seats. And this is where I would like you to describe your characters. Who you want to start with? Uh, yeah, that's a good point. I should point that out. Cassie, how about we start with you, our guest, for our visitor from the lovely Craftians. Super stoked to be here, by the way. Um, all right, so I am playing a character named Dr. Minerva Urso, and they are a researcher field agent that specializes in tundra microfauna on loan from the Judge Foundation. So I, I think it's a little tit for tat. We've stolen some of yours, you may now have some of ours. Um, <laughs> they are, for lack of a better word, pillbug shaped. And it's partially from all of the layers that they're currently wearing. And they're covered head to toe in winter gear to the point that like nobody can actually see their face. I love it, perfect. Okay, how about you, Nelson? Tell me about your character. Hello, everyone. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm about to go into a voice that I'm not proud of for the rest of the session, <laughs> which isn't a major change from normal. <laughs> so I'm Cody Action. My dad, Dr. Smedley, he made me in a lab. I wear sunglasses all the time. I have a backwards hat. I've got a skateboard. I, I assume everybody else is prepared for the tundra. I'm just wearing a t-shirt. Uh, a mesh tank top under that for some reason, some mesh shorts, some socks, some sandals, and I'm ready to go surfing, brah, even though I have a skateboard. 
Dad didn't understand everything about skaters or surfers or what it means to be a cool person. Uh, and then he made me. <laughs> I'm proud of you, son. So I have been told that sometimes I get auditory hallucinations where I hear my dad, um, but it's always encouragement and never like, hey, kill that foreign ambassador. <laughs> so uh, can I get a clarification on what your shorts are like? Are they like basketball shorts or are you just like full mesh shorts? Uh, I'm going to do a, a reversion and just say, Mesh shorts, mesh top, ready, re- ready to surf. Okay. Sweden has starts with an S, which and that's the same letter that surf starts with, and also the same letter that skate starts with. I'm re- I'm really excited to be here with everyone. I've got shaggy blonde hair. <laughs> my my soul patch is removable. Uh, <laughs> can we move on to someone else, please? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> All right, all right. Sam, welcome back to uh, Omen. Who's your character? Okay, uh, I'm playing Christine Winters, niece of the lovely Nadine Winters. And, like, I'm, like, totally normal compared to all these weirdos. Like, I don't know why I'm here. I was supposed to, like, go to the mall, and then, like, people totally in a van put me away, and now I'm on this plane, and I got dirt on my Uggs, and I don't want to be here. I hear the call of my people. (laughs) And he won't stop looking at me. His right. soul patch isn't even real. It's like Sharpie it's, magnets. It's it's real. It's just removable. Dad said everybody has facial hair like this. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, and finally, how about you, Sean? Who's your character? Hello. My name's Stuart Walker. I'm an HR necromancer for Omen. I was born in 1924. But... I'm still forcey because of the unnatural life of a necromancer. Uh, I'm currently wearing a hand-knit paisley cardigan that was knit by my late mother when I resurrected her. And I wear trousers up to my midriff. And I have a very, very bad comb over. Yeah, that's me. I'm Stuart Walker, necromancer. More like Coleman, am I right? I don't get it. Because you take the word comb and you put it next to... Oh man, Dad must have messed up the humor settings again. I understand. That's quite funny, actually. I like that. Uh, as you're sitting here and, and waiting uh, in the plane, all of you unaware of what is going on, you've just been placed on this uh, without being told what the mission is. The door to the cockpit area opens up and a man... Uh, in a trench coat with like a um, what, what did you say earlier, Sean? What kind of mustache was the, uh, the slug like? Sl- yeah, slug like is a good word. Thank you. Yeah, a man uh, with blonde hair and a slug like mustache comes out of the door, wearing a trench coat, uh, some Doc Martens, and uh, a blue backpack. Hello, everyone. My name is uh, Dr. Martin Bengtsson. Uh, you might recognize me. I'm uh, high up in security in, in in Omen. I remember. We met last year at the Christmas party. Did we? I feel like it would remember you. We had a nice long talk about grouting. Oh. No, I don't feel like, like it would, I would remember you. You're right. No, no. We definitely did. It was really interesting. Do you not remember? Anyway, uh, 
whatever the deal is with that guy. Listen, uh, you've all been placed on this plane because you are our... Uh, and he pulls up a paper that he's looking at uh, and tosses it away. Uh, finest agents, apparently. Uh, except for uh, our uh, visitor over here, this is, uh, I don't know if you've all been introduced to each other, but this is Dr. Minerva Erso. Uh, she's from the Judge Foundation, so you might not have met her before. Take a bow, I guess. She does. It is incredibly awkward. Like, her arms don't quite go all the way across her body, so she just puts one, like, halfway across her chest and just hunches. What is your doctorate in? Oh, uh, uh, Tundra Microfauna? Tundra Microfauna. I don't know much about that, unfortunately. But that's okay. I think that's why I'm here. Where did you, uh, where did you get your, uh, degree? Miskatonic. I'm a microfauna, microfauna. Nice to meet you, Minerva. I, I think I love this little child <laughs> and his his terrible, wonderful mustache, soul patch, face. I'm sorry, I don't really get human facial hair. Do do do, do microfauna have like different facial arrangements? Well, it depends on the microfauna. Some of them do. I'm gonna learn everything from you. <laughs> See, I'm I'm confused because we asked for an expert in macrofauna, but I think. Maybe they uh, misunderstood something. Well, they, uh, they, they, they sent who they could, and I, I don't think you'll be disappointed. I'm sure you'll be uh, just fine. Listen, we have a problem. Last night, the hay goat built in the city of Gävle here in Sweden was not burned down. That's a big problem. The, the fact is, in 1966, almost, what is that like? Quite a while back, in fact, yes. More than 50 years? Yes, 54 years. I can't, I can't do math. Never mind. I'm, I'm a linguistics professor, not a math professor. Doesn't matter. In 1966, Omen made a deal with uh, the head of the Nordic Union of Magical Creatures, the Krampus. Basically, the city of Javla has to burn an effigy of him every five years, at least every five years, or they will send a giant troll to destroy the city. This was the fifth year, and unfortunately, Omen agents have failed to convince the populace to burn down the goat. This means a giant troll is now marching through the Swedish countryside to take out the city. You Did you know that in 1933 they created a goat that was so big it ended up in the Guinness World Book of Records? Ah. 10.5 meters it was. What is that in, in feet? 34 feet, if you can do the calculation. What is that in, like, ollie lengths? I don't know what one of those is, unfortunately. At least 10. Thank you. I, like, I can we can try to measure it out later. The, I, I have a quick question. You, you mentioned that Omen agents failed to convince them to burn down the goat. Right. Why didn't the agents just burn it themselves? Yeah. Well, so part of the deal that was made, uh, this was back when uh, Omen was a secret organization. So part of the deal is that it's it's convoluted, convoluted magic stuff is weird, you know, but the person who's burning down the goat cannot be aware that they are burning down the goats as a sacrifice for the magical creatures. So it has to be a uh, sort of involuntary thing, right? So just, like, give a kid, like, a match or something. Like, 
How do Omen agents fail to set things on fire? You guys, like, do it all the time. I Look, I'm just as surprised as you are. Usually that is basically our, our top skill. But no, um, the, the problem is that the city of Javle has um, set up security guards and started protecting the goat because they don't know that it's supposed to burn down. They think that they're stopping arsonists. And really what they're doing is creating a situation where their city is going to get destroyed. But that's bureaucracy for you. Did you know that burning down the goats will carry a three-month prison sentence for aggravated property damage? Yes, like, I did know that, but thank you for sharing. Dad said I could go to prison as many times as he want, as I want, because, <laughs> like, he can just make a new version of me. Wait, sorry, who's your dad? And why is he relevant to... Wait, how old are you? Are you even allowed to... I'm so confused. Are you a kid? I've been told by dad that I'm mid, and I don't know what that means. <laughs> I, me neither. Uh, I was like, is that mid-teens? Is that mid-twenties? Am I like mid-thirties and trying to be something I'm not? And then uh, dad just had this far away look, and then he, he didn't talk for the rest of the day. Are you like one of those actors from the 1980s where they had a 40-year-old playing a 16-year-old? Again, it's very unclear. Um, but my dad is Dr. Smedley, if, if you know him. Of course he is. Okay, fine. Is it... Are you a clone project or a prime project? Uh, so if I've died several times, what does that mean? That you don't have a soul, probably. Wait, what? Hey, hey, whoa, hey. Don't just whip out that they don't have a soul in front of them. God. Well, tact. He's definitely got a soul. I can feel it. Please stop feeling my soul. And not intentionally, of course. I can just feel the soul energy. So, how do we help this place not get burnt? Oh, how do we help it burn down if it's not our job to burn it down in the first place? Do we just have to, like, fight the giant god goat? No, no, see, we don't want to aggravate the, the campus any more than we already have by failing to fulfill our end of the, the agreement. Demons at uh, Omen are already in the process of drafting a new agreement, but the troll is on its way to Javle, and we have to stop it, or a lot of people are going to die. And uh, as much as I hate this job, I uh, kind of don't like that option either. So what I'm going to have you do is I'm going to drop you off here uh, in a few minutes off, um, at the location where the troll was summoned because we can't track it on our satellite view. It's being uh, magically blocked from our view. But using this, and he pulls out a, a little gadget from his backpack, uh, you can track the troll's path via the ground. This is a Thormic sensor. And he hands it to whoever's closest. Who, who's closest to, to Martin? Who wants this? Give it to me. I want it. <laughs> okay. It's shiny. All right. Uh, Miss Winters, are you related to uh, Nadine, I guess? Uh, yeah. She's my aunt. She's really mean. So, like, you said this is, like, a thongmic sensor? A uh, thongmic sensor, yes. It senses... Thong... Thong... Sorry, like, accent? It's, like, a thongmic sensor? So, like, this will take me to a Victoria's Secret, right? Sure, whatever. It tracks the troll. That's what's important. Ugh. Here. And he hands it over to uh, Christine. You can use this to track the troll. It should leave a faint magical trace from the, the satellite shielding that it's go using. It's not enough to track with our big Thomic satellites, unfortunately. 
but it, it should be readable from the ground. So you can track small thongs, but not big thongs. Why are we talking about thongs? Because you just handed me a thong McSensor. Jesus Christ, the people I have to work with on this job, I swear. It's not Christ, it's Christine. (laughs) (laughs) Did you know that the original word for thong came from the Old English for a flexible leather cord? Anyway, so uh, the drop is about four minutes out. So if you have anything you need to, uh, you want to ask me before then, now's the time. Because we don't have a lot now. Any questions? So, like, like, what kind of troll is this? Is it, like, Twitter troll? Or, like, brony troll? Or, like, a 2 out of 10? Like, what What are we talking? No, like, an actual troll. Like, the size of a small uh, mountain slash large hill walks around with a big club, has a giant nose, smashes things to bits. That kind of troll. It sounds like dad when he's drinking. What? Which which fucking clone have you been fucking with? He's got a big a big nose and he starts stumbling around and he starts saying that I'm an ab- abomination of God and that he's God but also Satan. He he gets really religious when he's drunk. Oh no no, don't tell me don't tell That's me. That's four seven eight, isn't it? Yeah. I think that's four seven, F seven eight. Typical. You, you're kidding me. I thought I thought they took his workshop away. I thought he was gone too. I remember I remember being in the HR meeting. Christ. All right. Well, that's another headache I have to deal with. Thanks. Is my wait? My am I gonna get my dad fired? No, no. He's really good at his job. Like he made me. No. I can never die. I have been told. That's really that's worth something, right? Didn't you say you died seven times? Well, several times. Got better. But the uh, but I always came back. That's the point, right? Like, isn't that like? Wouldn't you want to, if like you died, come back uh, and be acknowledged as a spawn of of a lesser world? If I die, I'm stuck in hell forever. So uh, I'd like to avoid that part. Oh, I'm sorry. I did wonder why you had a strange energy coming off of you. If you met me at the Christmas party, you should have sensed the... Uh... Yeah, no, I had a feeling, but I wasn't sure. We were talk- we were so interested in talking about grouse at the time. Yeah, if, if you were at the Christmas party, you, you should have sensed Isher, I guess. No, but we were talking about grouse. I was so interested. You never did tell me whether or not you preferred non-shrink or resin grouse. <laughs> oh, and look at that. The light on the on the parachute jump is going off. I guess, uh, I guess now's the time. And, and he uh, walks over to the side and grabs... Uh, some backpacks and throws them at each of you. Alright, good luck. Hang on a second. No, hang on a minute. I, I don't want to do Good that. luck! Smashes the button on the side. No. Oh. Ah! And everyone goes flying out the back. Can I use a stunt? Uh, yeah. Of course you can use a stunt. So, you threw a backpack at me. Uh-huh. Um, because I always do a kickflip, I get a plus two when I flashly create advantages, uh when my life is at risk. So by putting my life at risk, I flashly create an advantage by doing a click kickflip. When you throw it at me, it's I say, no need, brah! And I do a kickflip and like knock the backpack out of the air and launch myself out of the plane with no um, parachute. Oh, okay, all right. Uh, so you're essentially, huh, this is weird. <laughs> 
Let's do. Okay, give me a uh, give me a uh, roll with your flashy stat. I have a I have a three in that, and I got a one. What does that mean? Uh, <laughs> it means you have failed to create or discover an aspect for this situation. Uh, your opponent, if there was one, gets a free invocation. I guess that's me in this case. Gravity. Yeah, gravity. <laughs> Wind resistance. I think I think basically uh, we've created an we've created an aspect for your character temporarily. Mm-hmm. The aspect here is that you are falling without a parachute. Oh, I will type that in, in lowercase. What's the ground look like underneath us? Snowy and very hard. Can I use my aspect interesting tidbit machine to help save him? Go ahead. Give me, what, what do you, how, are, how are you going to use it? Um, so how are you invoking this aspect? Interestingly enough, I know a lot about snow and how snow works. And if there is a fresh patch of snow, that can be almost cushion-like. So... If he finds a patch of snow to land in that's almost cushion-like, he might be able to survive the fall. Okay. Um... I'm telling him this as I'm sort of terminally velocitingly falling <laughs> next to him. Uh, sure. God, I... It feels like I suddenly forgot everything about how the rules in this game works. <laughs> that's quite normal. I can tell you when I'm GMing, it's the same. It's funny. Uh, yeah, so I think what you're going to be doing here, uh, Nelson, Mm-hmm. To land successfully on the ground, he's gonna. You're gonna do an overcome. Is your action uh, to land? You uh, you get a plus two for uh, the interesting tidbit invocation. Uh, Sean, you remove a fate point for doing that. I believe. Okay. Uh, and yes, if I'm doing the system wrong, uh, dear listeners, you can uh, message me as at Andy Jorgensen and yell at me if however much you want. It's fine. <laughs> You have permission. You have opened the floodgates. Yep, unfortunately. <laughs> but hey, you know, in interaction and, and such is how you create engagement, right? Yes. <laughs> sure. That's how that works. So I've got abs, which, by which I mean always be bodacious. If I, if I use that aspect, <laughs> does that also help with me not dying again? How, how can you give me a, a, like a justification for it? Uh... I'm pulling off a series of sick 900s as I fall towards the ground. <laughs> that just so how many 900s is that? 25. Okay, so that's you're not pulling off uh, 900s, you're pulling off a 22,500. It's the first one that's ever been done. <laughs> okay. Tony Hawk is a coward and he would never pull off this move. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Give me uh, that that'll give you another uh plus two, but you have to spend uh, a fate point to do it. Okay. Are these... Uh, how easy is it to get back fate points? Um, Good question, because we're burning through them. <laughs> yeah, not super easy. I believe uh, mostly you get them back at the end of the session, so don't burn through them too quickly. So, I'll, I'll just do the, the 25-900s, uh, but not get any bonus for it. Alright, that sounds good. Uh, so that means I, know, well, I want you to roll... Well, you're doing flashy, obviously, right? You're doing it, 32,500. Yeah! All right, all right. That is a four, which is exactly the target that I had in mind. Oh! I hadn't had time to say it yet before you rolled, but <laughs> that's fine. You uh, succeed at the action you were attempting, but at a minor cost. What do you think that cost is going to be, Nelson? One of the wheels on my skateboard fall... No, actually, that feels very... That feels like 
a not minor consequence at all. Um, I break a finger. <laughs> okay, all right. So uh, you're all falling through the air. Uh, I, I can I get some rolls for everyone else to uh, uh, put on your your uh, parachutes before you fall down. What would you like from us? Whatever stats you want to use that feels appropriate. Like uh, you can, I don't think you can uh, sneakily put on the, the backpack, right? But you have uh, quickness. Uh, you can do it flashily if you want to. Uh, you, you can do it carefully. Stuart is definitely going to do it very carefully. <laughs> Whichever one makes the most sense. All, all of the rolls that should make sense here don't, and I'm feeling very uncomfortable about it. <laughs> well, either way, you all successfully managed to put on your, your parachutes. It's not that hard. It's only hard if you choose to go without a parachute. For obvious reasons. So, <laughs> you all softly land on the ground, except for uh, our dear Cody Action, who smashes into the ground, finger first, breaking it. Oh. I felt that. You land, you land in a soft pile of snow, but not soft enough to prevent your finger from breaking. Ah! It's, it's okay. I'm alright. Dudes, uh... Dad said that none of my individual limbs is worth replacing in and of itself. Are you alright, Cody? Are you okay? Well, Dad said that uh, the value of my genetic material, uh, of my base genetic material, none of my individual injuries, should I suffer them, is worth more than that. So I just have to be, like, completely obliterated to ever be... Dad doesn't... 478, I think you called him? He doesn't believe in hospitals? Um... Or science, which is weird because he's a really good scientist. Yeah. Either way, I, I hold up a finger which is ho which is hanging by a a a, a tendon. Oh no! no. Um, ah. This is totally fine. Well, I can tell you something very interesting. Did you know that the first parachute jump was done on the twenty second of October in seventeen ninety seven? The finger falls off. That's unfortunate. So what happens next? <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're standing in the middle of the, of, of the Swedish forest, but in front of you is a big hole in the, like a big pit in the ground, like almost like an impact crater. Uh, there's no ridge from an actual impact, but it looks more like uh, the, the hill that was here stood up and walked away. And in one direction... There's forest in the other direction. There's forest, but also a bunch of like torn down trees, uh, and a path where, presumably, the troll has walked. Well, this is very interesting, isn't it? Minerva is, like, can you use like your microfauna knowledge to like figure out where the troll went? <laughs> I could use my eyes. How how do you use them? I, I'm I'm looking right now. Why do we even need the thong thing if it's making holes this big? I guess thongs can only cover a hole of a big enough size. Maybe it started as like normal underwear, but now it like rips so many holes, all it's got is left is like a thong string. And that's why we have the thong sensor. That sounds about right. Is, is the thong sensor beeping? Like, where is it pointing? I don't know how to use it. The thong, the thong sensor in your hand. Now I'm saying it. Uh, <laughs> it's it's a very uh, simple looking device. 
it's up to you if you still don't know how to use it, but it's basically, uh, it's sort of pistol-shaped, like, think part pistol, part, uh, Star Trek tricorder. Uh, it's, it's a point and, and hold the trigger kind of thing. Oh, it's like the thing, like, the girl at the checkout uses, and it just goes, like, beep beep. <laughs> yeah, exactly like that. I point it and I go, beep beep. Uh, you point the, you point the, uh, the thalamic sensor at the, uh, fallen trees and it goes beep beep oh my god is this like deforestation i bought a bracelet from the coffee shop one time so like i'm totally doing my part for deforestation sometimes dad rips off my soul patch and calls it deforestation (laughs) (laughs) did all of you know the deforestation is primarily caused by agriculture i thought that was quite an interesting fact it helped me win the omen christmas quiz last year yeah, I think it's pretty cool. So presumably you, uh... <laughs> I mean, okay, you know what? I'm just gonna let you, you do what your thing, and then you let me know when you want to keep walking. <laughs> you can stand here for the rest of the episode if you feel like it, but I suppose we should probably go and check through those trees, then, everyone. It is interesting to see that the entire mountain moved. Are we supposed to believe that the troll is that big? I did say large hill. But sure. Oh, large hill, you know. <laughs> Says the omniscient half-Swedish voice. Thank you. God's voice changed. <laughs> Are we supposed to believe that the large hill, which is of any size over a thousand feet, by the way, that is the actual definition of what a large hill is. Oh no, I didn't, I didn't think your character would start arguing with the DM about the size of hills. <laughs> didn't account didn't account for this. <laughs> I won a pub quiz once by knowing the exact height of a proper hill. In the 1995 film an Englishman who went up a hill but came down a mountain, they said that it was 2000 feet above sea level, but that is actually incorrect. It's 1000 feet. So like is he just talking to himself over there? Can we leave him? Like, I'm cold. Can we go? You probably should have wrapped it warmer. I didn't... Nobody told me that I was going to freaking Norway. The average temperature in this area is 1.4 degrees centigrade at this time of year. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't care about centipedes. 24.6 degrees Fahrenheit if you can't be bothered to do the conversion. I... Look, me and the... Thong sensor are going that way. All right then. So we can learn about deforestation and find more thongs and bracelets. So does my skateboard work in snow? Uh, you can try. What would I roll for that? <laughs> uh, I would say if you want to. So what you want to do is go faster, I guess. I'm gonna be honest, dude. The skateboard. <laughs> Is kind of all I have. If I can't use it in this entire uh, godforsaken wasteland, it's. I'm mm, not gonna be in a good place. You're a failure. You're a failure, Cody. The bad damn voice is coming. <laughs> uh, yeah, give me a. Um, let's do a clever roll with a target of plus two. To uh, figure out how to use your skateboard in the winter, and I got a roll of three. Yeah, you did. All right, you realize that uh, if you can take the trucks off your skateboard, you have a snowboard. Okay, this is where I need to tell you. 
So I'm kind of philosophically opposed to using snowboards. I use skateboards, that's my thing. Um, so is there a way you can explain it so I would feel uh, not bad for violating every principle in my body? You feel like if you took the trucks off of your skateboard, you have invented a new kind of skateboard that works on snow. Oh, yeah! <laughs> That's what happened. I, I start skateboarding in the direction of the fallen trees. All right. <laughs> I, assuming everyone else uh, comes along, which uh, please do. Otherwise, this episode is not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> I think the episode's working pretty well so far. <laughs> Stuart spends the entire time talking about deforestation and palm oil. You uh, you follow the uh, the fallen trees for another uh, maybe a kilometer or two. It's it's a pretty lo- big forest, and then you come into an area with open fields, and the trail of destroyed trees is no longer uh, something you can follow. And the record low temperature of this area is minus 30 degrees centigrade, which is unfortunate. Luckily, the doctor over here is packed really warm, which is nice. She pats the uh, unimaginably thick padding around her, very pleased with herself as she toddles towards this open field and starts looking around. What's the, uh, what's the thong sensor say? Um, like, uh, Christine just whirls around in a circle trying to figure out what the thong sensor wants us to do. It, it, it beeps a lot in a particular direction. That way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in the distance, uh, you see where the thong... thong mm, ha! <laughs> where, the, <laughs> where the thongic sensor is pointing, <laughs> you see a lake. Like, if the thongs are in there, they're going to be, like, so wet. going to be, like, a wet-ass thong. <laughs> <laughs> so I, 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 I put my finger in the water very briefly. What, one of the fingers that hasn't fallen off. I don't know what the opposite of cauterized is, but the pla- the, my stump uh, looks kind of blue. So I'm thinking... Cool. I sure cheated God on that one. So I dip my uh, finger in the water and I taste it to like try to see like if I'm if I'm getting thongy vibes or like troll vibes or something. You taste the water, um, and it you know tastes like lake water, so not great. But what you do notice about it is that it's warmer than you would expect a lake in the winter to be. The thongs are warm. That's great news. <laughs> Very glad. God, I wish there was like a perception roll. Like what you said earlier, Sam. I'm not used to like rule slight systems, and I want to do be like do a perception roll, do a careful roll. I have a specialist stunt. I could maybe do something with this since I'm a specialist in tundra biology. Uh, it gives me basically a plus two to lore rolls relating to this. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure how relevant that is about to be. But let's have you do a uh, let's do a clever roll to see if you notice the thing, and you can have your plus two for your specialist. Absolutely. Damn. Well, that is definitely a success. Uh, Doctor Minerva, you can hear violin music 
in the distance on the other side of the lake. Uh, d does anyone else hear music? No. I've got a ringing in my ears. C close enough, I, I guess. It's uh, it's coming from across the lake. I can hear violins, maybe. Maybe there's a viola in there. What what are they playing? What what music is it? It's Swedish folk music, which I'm sure none of you have heard before. Oh yeah, it sounds like and then there's like some drums. <laughs> Have I misunderstood Swedish culture again? Uh, maybe. <laughs> Did you know that the primary instrument in Swedish folklore music is the fiddle? How do you know all of this, magic man? I've been alive for 97 years. I spend most of my time learning the answers to Trivial Pursuit questions. I find it gives me an enormous sense of well-being. So is, do we have to go across this lake or can we go around it? You're not asking me that, presumably. I say a small prayer to the Swedish god. Uh, hey, so do we have to find some weird way of crossing this lake or can we just go across the lake to where we're hearing the music? It's a lake. You can just go. It's fine. Thank you. So I guess you go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you make your way uh, to the other side of the lake, walking around it. It's a beautiful sight because, you know, it's middle of winter, it's very still. And as you're getting closer, you're hearing beautiful violin music getting louder and louder. God damn it, I'm going to have to go find some of that now. <laughs> uh, I'll help you because it has to be the right kind. And uh, Thank you. Yeah, I, I know what you need for this. This doesn't sound anything like what I said Swedish music sounds like. No, no, it doesn't. Not even remotely. <laughs> Yeah, as you uh, as you're walking along the, the shoreline, you uh, uh, see on the other side a small island in the lake. There's a naked guy playing the violin. It's not even like real music, and it's just I thought there was gonna be thongs. He has like the snow thong. Maybe maybe the thong rode up. Like point the trigger at him and pull it. See if it, if he's the one with the thong. <laughs> I point the thingy at him. It beeps very loudly. I don't want to know where it is. Am I able to analyze his soul? Are you able to analyze his soul? Yeah. Um, <laughs> his life energy, is he, is he interesting? It's, it's, uh, this is, uh, definitely a magical creature. Interesting. This seems to be some sort of magical creature. Uh, can I get everyone to do a... Hmm, I want to roll for this. Let's do a clever roll for everyone. Uh, with a... You've got to beat a two. I sure didn't. I rolled a zero. Yeah, so that's a uh, uh, fail from Cody Action and Christine Winters and successes from Minerva and Walker. Christine and, and Cody, you feel a sudden pull to sort of wander in, into the lake towards this this man playing the violin. Wait, we're able to just walk across the lake? You feel like you want to walk across the lake, yes. And like, we can't... You want to go to that guy. But is, is the lake frozen? No. Okay, I'm saying you're compelled. You are walking into the lake. <laughs> I say I'm activating my thingy. Oh, you are. Yes, you are. How about like not? Because it's like so wet in there. Nice. <laughs> That's so good. All right. All right. So can you explain to uh, the listeners what your thing is? What? I forgot what this thing is called. This is a stunt? Yes, it is a stunt. 
Okay, so my once per session stunt is, uh, like, how about not? And then I just don't do that thing. Just, it's not a thing. <laughs> yeah, it stops being a thing. Exactly. Yeah. Create my own reality. Yep, perfect. Alright, so, uh, the violin playing man looks a little bit confused at you and then stops playing and then waves at everyone. Hello! Hi! Who, who, who's there? We're searching for thongs. I gotta, I gotta rephrase that. Hello, vem, vem that? I no longer understand what you're saying. <laughs> oh, uh, tourists? Technically, I suppose, if you think about it. What? One second. And then uh, he walks into the lake and disappears for a few seconds before walking up on the other side, dong flapping in the wind. Oh. <laughs> oh. Full doll. Hello. Who, uh, so who might you be? I'm, um, uh, I'm Nickin. Nice to meet you. You clearly are, yes. Uh, Could you, like, not, maybe, like, put some clothes on? Well, I wouldn't be Nickin if I was wearing clothes, now would I? <laughs> but, like, you've got, like, a wizard sleeve and I can see it. I don't <laughs> know what a wizard sleeve is. I don't know any wizards. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen. Here's my card, and he, uh, from his behind his back, he pulls out a business card. Where behind his back? This is very important. Oh yeah, I'm not touching that. Not touching that. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> and he holds it out, and it says Nicken N A, which is an A with the numerals C K E N of the uh, Nordic Magical Creatures Union. Oh, so would you know where like a troll went? Did you see one anywhere? Well. Trolls are hard to miss, aren't they? Oh, yeah, but we've not been able to find this, unfortunately. Well, I suppose I could tell you where it went. Why would you not tell us? Well, why why would I? What's in it for me? There's no... You didn't even walk into the lake and drown. That's not very fun. Wait a second. Does that mean you were trying to drown us? Sweden's got quite a low drowning rate per capita. Why would you be trying to increase the drowning rate? That's disappointing. I try to kill everyone. It's just what I do. No offense. If there's anything Dad insists upon, it's that being naked and partially covered so that people have a moment of horrifying realization is cooler than being just straight up naked. I will give you my mesh shorts if you help us, my cool naked friend. Your mesh shorts? Yeah. Please, it's not the 90s. It always is for me. They're machine washable as well, which is quite convenient. The naked uh, man slash creature looks around, like, shrugs his shoulders. Do you see any washing machines in my lick? I can get you one. What about a mesh shirt? No, but how about this? You seem like a cool dude i was designed to be one yeah oh what a success do you play any instruments dad says i pay, play the failure harp and you always will <laughs> you, you gotta add like a like a spooky that'll uh, be an echo on it yeah, yeah that's perfect <laughs> <laughs> no i challenge if one of you can beat me in a musical duel then I shall tell you where the troll went. Minerva, it feels like... Do you have some instrument powers? Uh, maybe. There's only one way to find out. Who's uh, who's judging this contest? Yes, I suppose we need an impartial judge. One second. 
And uh, he turns around and he does like a, a whistle, you know. The... So now we're seeing his butt. <laughs> yes, yes, you are. <laughs> are there loads of cards shoved up there? <laughs> no, just, just two. <laughs> just two. Just two of them. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a well chiseled butt so it weighs it up you know uh but yeah he turns around and he he does a uh a whistle with uh you know a very strong whistle with the finger in your mouth kind of whistle i don't know what the hell you call it in english you see in the direction that he's turned uh like a little hat pop out of the ground almost like a wizard's hat it's conical and then it starts like uh, moving through the snow, making a tra- leaving a trail behind it, coming up closer to you. Well, that's adorable. And, and as it, it comes out next to you, it, it pops out of the ground. They're tourists. You have to speak English. Really? Just thank Christ for these omen-mandated English lessons, I guess. Okay. Well, how can I help? Well, uh, I'm having a musical duel again. Again? Yes. And, uh... I need you to be a judge. Well, fine, but, uh, you better bake me some of those uh, cinnamon buns again. Looks like those buns have already been baking. Woo! <laughs> Are you, like, holding your hand up for a high five? Uh, yes. All right, Minerva will oblige that. A very tentative and gentle high five. Yeah. Stuart, you, uh, with the trivia, the interesting tidbit machine aspect. Yes. I'm going to compel you to use that aspect, which means I'm going to give you a fate point if you do this. Oh, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, by Most appreciated. telling everyone about Swedish gnomes, if you can. So this is a Nisse? Uh, Nisse, thank you. Nisse? Sure. Now, Scandinavian folklore isn't really my thing, but from what I can remember, they're typically associated with the winter solstice and Christmas. They tend to live secretly in houses and act as their guardians. Apparently they have immense strength, which I think is quite interesting. They can essentially, if you treat them right, be best friends. Little friend with a hat on. It's quite nice. That's your friend. Hello. Or maybe you, maybe you, a friend is someone you just don't know yet. Nah. I'm sure we'll get on well. I'm sure. Do you have cinnamon buns? Uh, I once had a cinnamon bun, but it was a bit spicy for me. I didn't really like it. <laughs> <laughs> Not a fan of that much flavour, really. Wow, okay. Mm, no. The the naked man uh, reaches down into the lake, bending over with his back to you all, um, and grabs uh, another violin out of the lake and hands his sopping wet violin to... Uh, our uh, researcher from uh, the Judge Foundation. <laughs> okay. Here. Um, she's going to have to take her gloves off to really maneuver with this thing. And her hands are uh, oddly pale. And it looks like she might only have four fingers on each hand rather than five. As someone who also has four fingers on a hand, I'm not judging this. <laughs> <laughs> how how do you want to play this this uh, violin, Cassie? Because I think you can do this with several different approaches. It could be flashy or it could be, you know, whichever one you feel is most appropriate here. Probably not sneaky, though. Yeah, you probably can't play that entirely sneaky. Um, it depends if you want to play the big, like uh, the Pink Panther theme. <laughs> you, could you could just look up a recording and pretend. That's a good point. Hmm. I don't actually know if she would have like a cell phone or something, but right. I forgot I was going to give everyone cell phones. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to pull Christine aside. I just, I, I need an accompaniment. 
okay, I'm going to be honest. I've never seen this thing before in my life and I don't know how to use it. So I'm going to need your help. You don't even have to do anything. Do you have like a searchy device where you could pull up some violin music and you could play it behind me like it's coming from me? Like, I guess. But I don't like doing nerd things on my phone because then I get the stupid ads. For like, no, no, we can do it like in incognito mode or something, right? In, and then it won't affect your ad revenue no. or whatever it is that you're no. worried about. Like, okay, but like if it's like what people watch porn on, I think. Ew. Yeah, but I'm not asking you to watch porn. Good. We've seen enough ass for a while. Meanwhile, the naked guy is, is helicoptering. <laughs> 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 no meat spin, please. <laughs> okay, but like. If anybody asks, I didn't do this, and, like, you don't know me. No, that that's totally fair. I really don't know you. Oh. This is our first time meeting, so it's it's, it's okay. Oh, uh, okay, sure, you can, yeah, okay. Like, whatever. I'll, I'll reimburse you for the data plan or whatever. Fine, let's do this. All right, so she puts the violin under her chin maybe it kind of like goes underneath her scarf and just kind of disappears for that little angle that it normally would be resting and then she does a really big flourish with the bow and then i'm just gonna hit the sneaky and hope for the best yeah i like that i really like that uh you're also gonna get i believe there's a health action here yeah you're gonna get a plus one for getting help from uh, your dear friend, uh, Christine. My dear stranger. Your dear stranger, Christine. <laughs> I was just about to say, if you can hit a plus two on that. I need a three total. That's perfect. All right. You, uh, the, you get ready to start playing your, your uh, violin. Uh, you let the uh, naked man go first. gal pal and best friend andrea today it's my turn to be the fungin master and the mid-roll mistress let me tell you about all the cool stuff that i have to tell you about before you get to listen to more dumb adventures in rural sweden this episode was sort of recorded using fate accelerated uh the that was the system we used that was the plan we sure didn't make our characters using it, but I did not prep enough to use the system to its full potential, unfortunately. But, I, you know, I think that's okay, because uh, we had a lot of fun anyway. And, you know, maybe next time we can use it better. Still a cool system, and you should absolutely check it out. This is uh, our third year of doing Halloween specials. Can you believe it's been over three years of Omen? Next year it's going to be Nelson's turn to run one. And I can't even imagine what that's going to be like. Either way, thank you so much to everyone who's been with us along the way. Like our wonderful patrons. That's right. Patreon is a thing that we have. Do consider throwing us a, a buck or a dollar or a pound or a euro. 
It'll let us do super cool things like buy new microphones or other useful equipment um, and commission more rad music like the stuff from today's episode. That beautiful piece you heard uh, just before I started rambling was recorded by Isaac Schutz. And after the break, you'll hear another recording by violinist Agnes Hergberg. Uh We do have another very special person to shout out. It's our new $5 patron, Sonny. Thank you for becoming our newest level 2 clearance member. That means you get this cool shout out right here, right now. And you get access to a very special hidden little room on our Discord server where you can hang out and say nice but secret things about all the non-patrons. And if you're not already on our Discord, what are you waiting for? Come on. Talk to all our cool guests and other listeners. It's a rad place for rad people and you're pretty rad, right? Yeah, you are. Alright, this week's promo is from the Lovely Craftians. Uh, Sean was just on their podcast again. We had Cassie in this episode, of course. Sean reprised his role as Smedley Clone 101. Please check them out. Here they are. It is absolutely necessary for the peace and safety of mankind that some of Earth's dark, dead corners and unplumbed depths be let alone, lest sleeping abnormalities wake to resurgent life to newer and wider conquests. H.P. Lovecraft. But what if the worst should happen, and these words go unheeded? The darkness deepens, but you'll find you're not alone with the Lovely Craftians, a Call of Cthulhu actual play podcast, available at lovelycraftianspodcast.com or your favorite podcasting app. We all roll for sanity together here. Thank you for listening to that! Alright, it may be that the Lovely Craftians are even radder than we are. Who can tell? And hey, if you like the show, don't forget to tweet about it. Facebook, Instagram, Telegram, Snap a Chat, etc. And most importantly, if you like the show, please, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever it is you get your shows. It helps us out a lot. This is the number one thing you can do to help us get the word out. And it shows new listeners that we're worth a try. And be sure to listen to next week's episode where I come out as trans. Alright, I'll stop holding you. Let's get back to the game. It's basically what he does all day, right? Would you pull up the best violin solo you can find on YouTube that is uh, royalty free? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, wow, it's 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 pretty good. wildly trying not to hit the the violin for real so it makes weird noises (laughs) 
the, the naked guy is just mouth agape at the whole thing. So, wow! That's incredible! I'm in awe! And the... You see the, the little gnome rolling his eyes and just like clearly noticing that you're like faking this whole thing. After you stop playing, he's like, Alright, uh, you guys win. Whatever. <laughs> Can I have my cinnamon buns now? I'll, I'll get them to you tomorrow. I have to get an oven from the farm over there. Uh, the troll went that way. I have to practice my violin now. You do a very good job, honestly. I was quite riveted by the whole thing. I feel like I need to step my game up. I didn't know you could play that well. I think it would help if you stop helicoptering while you're doing that. <laughs> but it's part of my style. I think the gyrations just, like, throw off your rhythm a little bit. I think it adds to the music. Homegrown metronome. <laughs> well, I mean, less less showboating and more sort of playing. Just feel the music rather than your uh, unmentionables. Unmentionables? Yeah. What do you mean? Can you mention what you're talking about? Your cock. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I suppose. I think I have to talk to the Omen guys about a rebranding, maybe. This has not worked out too well the last few times. I'll put you in touch with the um, internal HR. Uh, we have uh, union procedures for this thing. It's fine. Oh, okay. All right, then. Can you leave now? I'm feeling sad. You're clearly feeling a lot of things. Uh, what, where, what direction do we go from here? You said you would help us if we that way. Any points? Uh, southeast, I think. Yeah, southeast. I, uh, I, I start heading southeast. You uh, start heading southeast. Yeah, you all start walking uh, back on the trail again. Now that you're uh, away from the magical creature, the thong sensor is <laughs> a lot easier to use. Uh, and you are you wander through the woods and come upon a road. It's quiet. There's no cars. It's you know countryside, and the, Sweden is a big country with a relatively small amount of people. So you get a, two thirds of Sweden's land area is covered by forest. What he said. Um, and then eventually, uh, you find yourself at a crossroads. Literally, the thalamic sensor is having a little bit dif bit of difficulty pinpointing which direction the the, the troll has headed. Uh, but you do see, next to the uh, the road here, is the first sign of, uh, of civilization that you've seen in a while, a gas station, with a truck, a, a, a light blue truck, crushed outside of it, like completely smashed. Do you think it got smashed by the thong? Like that's a very large thong. Be a powerful thong, but like if it's working out to Victoria's Secret show for this year, I can totally see it. Yeah. So, is, do we notice anything special about this crushed truck? Well, it's crushed in a way that trucks usually aren't. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Can I sense any dead people around? Is there anyone dead nearby? Is there anyone dead nearby? Yeah. Okay. That's that sounds. I like that one. That's good. That's good. Do you wanna? Yeah. There's definitely. Um, if you go to the front of the truck, uh, you, the where the cabin used to be, there's sort of a blood stain on the ground, surrounding uh. it. So you well, you sense it with your eyes. Looks like someone died here. Suppose it's time to do some questioning. 
Stand back, everyone. I take a respectful step back. Couple steps, go, go, go on. Even you, Doctor, go, go, go. Don't worry, I, I, this is a bit dangerous. I don't want any of you to be nearby. Christine, get off your phone. Look, first you guys want me on my phone, and now you want me off. Get off, no. Get off your phone, it's going to interrupt with uh, interrupt with my ritual. But, Stop swiping. Okay. I, how will people know that I don't want them if I don't swipe right? Stop <laughs> yes, swiping left. right and stop swiping left and whatever it is you kids do nowadays. Just focus your energies on imp on helping me, okay? Oh, Alright? Alright, so here we go. Alright, alright, here we go. Here we go, we're gonna have to be funny here, aren't we? Hello, Deathly Spirits. It's me, Stuart Walker of 65 Pothole Lane. I call upon you to do my bidding as per subsection 65B of the contract between me and your undead union representatives. Thank you very much for your time and patience in this matter. I look forward to meeting you very shortly. Oh! 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 Oh, hello! Hello! Is, is this thing on? Hi! Hello! How you doing? I... I can't hear you. Hello? Oh, right, give me a minute. Is, am I supposed to? No? Hmm. Uh, Stuart moves over to the left slightly. Uh, is, that, is that better? Is, is that working? Oh, okay. It, the fault was on your end. Hello. Oh, hello. I am vomiting all over the ground. This is a lot. <laughs> That's quite normal. Don't worry. Sure. Hello there. You the man from the truck? Uh, yeah, uh, that's me in the truck, I guess. I just signed an NDA, so I can't talk specifics, but I, I just I just checked into the place, and you're calling me? Yeah, you did now. Sorry about that. No, no, I know that. I, uh, they just uh, signed me into the place. Oh, okay. You're already in the place. Um, I'm in the place, yeah. Yes? Oh, c congratulations, you made it to the place. Yeah, uh, it's it's not great, but uh, I guess there's uh, less mail to deliver now, so uh, there's that, I guess. This is alright, isn't it? Congratulations on making it to the place rather than the other place. Most truck drivers tend to end up in the other place. Wait, uh, which place are we talking about? Well, there's only two possible places you can go to. They told me there there were three places. No, 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 no. I, I thought there were three places. There are not three places. No, there's only two places. Are you are you fucking with me? Am I in the other place? Yeah, probably. Who who's your who's your uh, who's your helper? Uh, well, he said his name was Dave. Oh, Dave. Yeah, no, he's a bit of a bit of a prick. Don't worry, don't listen to him. Just just sort of just have a, just have a good time, you know. Uh, well, well. Okay, I guess. Anyway, I've got some questions for you before I send you back to where you came from. Yeah, I, I only have a few minutes on this phone call. So they say I get one once a week. Yeah, if I leave you down here too long, you're going to get stranded. So let's, let's, let's deal with it, shall we? Okay. So what exactly happened? How did you die? Do, uh, do I really have to explain that? You, you, you can see the truck, right? I've seen the truck, but what, what, what exactly happened? What, what, what was it that did it to you? Was it a big troll? Well, I, I was sitting here taking my time, not delivering any mail, and just having a, a chill, relaxing uh, afternoon. I work for, uh, work for uh, uh, Postnord, so they don't care that much. It's the, the Swedish mail company. Right, that makes sense. But then I hear, you know, a little bit of rumbling, and then I uh, find... 
myself a little bit sort of dead, just standing there like a ghost outside of my truck. Which, uh, that, that was a surprise, I tell you. Yeah, blood also. Yeah, that tends to happen when you die. Yeah, yeah, but I, I, I look around and I don't see my truck anywhere. All I see is this giant foot standing on top of my truck. Right where the truck was, that's where the foot was. Right on top of it. All squished. Was the foot attached to a troll by any chance? I don't know. Uh, what does uh, what does a troll look like? It was like a big mountain with a, with a nose and a feet. Well, it uh, did have a nose and, and feet. Yeah. Definitely feet and uh, uh, other bits. Yeah, that sounds about Was he wearing a thong? Uh, uh, well, no. He, he wasn't wearing any underwear. Wasn't wearing anything, was it? Was he completely naked? Like, the no underwear thing seems to be a common theme in Sweden. Just pointing that out. Yes, I've just seen that too. It's very strange, isn't it? No, he, he had, like, a, a, a big loincloth, but I guess... I guess at that size, it's more of a sail, really. <laughs> a bit of a sail, was it? Was it like a sort of thong-shaped sail, was it? No, I wouldn't say it was uh, thong-shaped. More... More like, uh, uh dra- draped across, uh... Wait, why are you asking me about the, the the crotch of this troll anyway? I'm just very interested, you know, we've been talking about thongs for a while and it's on my brain. Listen, listen, come on, I have limited time on the phone here, okay? One call a week, like I said. That's fine, I can bring you down here if you want. I don't know, is, is that good? Is that... should I do that? Is that a positive experience for me? Yes, great, yeah. Don't worry about it, you can come down here if you want. My boyfriend cheated on me, so I could haunt him. That sounds nice. Yeah, that sounds wonderful. All right, I'll do that then for you. Okay, sure. He clicks his fingers. You, yeah, you, you click your fingers and the mist that's on the ground from the cold in the air sort of forms together and collects into a, a transparent dude wearing overalls and like a hat, uh, a beanie. Lanky, wears glasses. His, his teeth look like he's uh, permanently using uh, snooze, if anyone knows what that is. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I do. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, unfortunately very common here in Sweden, and I hate it. What is snooze? Oh, snuff. Oh, snuff. Is that what, what it's called in English? Yeah. Uh, it's what it's called in that part of English. Is it chewing tobacco? Yeah. Ugh. Except it's in like a little pouch, so you just stick it in your lip, and then you don't have to really worry about spitting... Like, a bunch of tobacco, like, loose tobacco everywhere. It's just kind of, like, self-contained. It has its own uh, uh, Wikipedia article called Snooze. So it's like a way to vape a bunch of chewing tobacco inside of your mouth? It's a way to get get, uh, cancer in your gums quickly, basically. Yeah, very quickly. Don't smoke, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, yeah, you now have a postman ghost. What is his name, Pat? Uh, My name is not Pat. My name is Stefan. 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 All right, then. That's quite cool. Sure. Well, I should warn you now that you can't go back after this, right? I probably should have warned you. <laughs> but you said it was nice in the place. Oh, no, it's all right up there, but now you're stuck down here. Well, uh, that sucks. <laughs> no, sorry about that. No, oh, I probably should have warned you. Never mind. Well, I, I think the troll went that way. And he points towards uh, one of the roads in the crossing, and he starts sort of floating that way. Does he interfere with the thong sensor? Yes, I think he does. Uh, it's going, it's anywhere you point it now, it's going to go off. What's What's the radius in which we need to get away from it? Is it kind of tr- non-trivial, or do we need to be 
pretty far. That's hard to say without experimenting, I guess. I think he probably has a... a... The, the problem is that, like, even if you get a bit away from him, he's going to be the closest source of thalmic energy. So oh. the it'll sort of override other signals because of it. Hey, Cody, like, I'm kind of bored of this. Could you use the thong sensor now? Well, I, I could try. Uh, I'd, like, really appreciate it. It's kind of hard to use without a trigger finger, uh, so I guess I'll use my left hand. I, 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 I press the button, and it's just screaming right in... Uh, Stefan's direction. Turn that off, it's very loud. Is the ghost gonna be a bit of a problem? I feel like, more like we've been a bit of a problem to the ghost, unfortunately. Let's find out, Murray, I can, I can sort this. Do we need, we, we need the Thormic sensor, it's more important than the ghost, isn't it? The ghost, uh, floats up a few meters into the air. No, no, like, he's, 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 but he, oh, I press the button. Is it still screaming in his direction? Uh, yeah, absolutely, but, uh. Uh, okay, here's the thing. The ghost is right there. You can't just be saying that. It's more important that we get this working. Like, he'll never be able to go to that other place again. Yeah. We have to be very sensitive. I mean, look, you you already uh, trapped me in, in, well, not hell, but, like, sort of hell compared to where I was before. Uh, so if you could, like, not exorcise me, that would be, I, I think I would prefer that. I don't even know where, where I would end up, you know? If I exercise you, then you end up going over to, uh, to hell. <laughs> oh, no! No! Nay! Nay, tak! No, thank you! Ab absolute inte! Det vill jag inte. Look, it looks like I can sort of fly, so maybe I could just fly high up and look for the troll for you? That way you don't have to exercise me? We would really appreciate it. That sounds great. Maybe it would be easier if I, uh, here, let me try something. Uh, he floats up behind Stuart Walker and sort of wraps his arms, his spooky ghostly arms around you and lifts you off the ground. How about this? Thank you. Uh, we can go look up there together. See if we can see the troll. That sounds like a wonderful idea, I suppose. Let's go do that now. And lift off! I'm not that much of a fan of heights, but I suppose I can do it for this. You're saying that as you're already like 20 meters above the ground. I've never been skydiving myself except for about like 20 minutes ago when I went skydiving for the first time and that was a bit interesting. I quite enjoyed it actually. It was quite thrilling. Have you ever been skydiving, Stefan? Uh, well, no, I I, uh, I had a session booked for next week. That was quite fun. I would have done it if I was you. Never mind. What a shame. Uh, yes. What a shame. There's <laughs> <laughs> plenty to look forward to now. You're dead, really. I oh, look, a troll over there. Yeah, what? What? Oh. Oh, yeah, it's a big troll, isn't it? Yeah, and this is not that far away. You see a giant, rounded, uh, dark shape with... A tree growing on top of its head, walking through a forest, dragging a big tree in its hand on the way. There's a lot of, like, carpentry themes here, and I think that's really compelling. Uh, <laughs> do I do I go down again? Yeah, I suppose I might want to go down. Hold on one second, let me get a photo for my album. I, I take photos of places I go so I can show them to people, and I get out of my phone and I take a photo. <laughs> you're, uh, you're quite heavy. And I say that as a ghost. No, no, you can, you can drop me. No, don't, don't, you can, you can put me down now. Don't worry. Okay. Uh, gently, gently, put me down slowly. Here we go. Very good. All right. Thank ah, you. I'm going down. Thank you, thank you, thank you. 
Can I hang out with you guys? I don't know any other ghosts to make friends with. Yeah. I can, I can I can get you to meet some ghosts later after we've dealt with this. Okay. There's some ghost parties happening nearby. <laughs> I can sense them. Ghost parties. I love going to ghost parties. Some people say I'm like the life of the party. That's because I am the only one there who's actually still alive. <laughs> hey! And I raise up my hand for a high five. Is it a high five or a high four? High four, I guess, based on the... the the hand, which is uh, injured. Steve attempts to do a high five, but misses. Stefan does a high five. I, I massively appreciate it, and I feel um, a deep... It's like a memento mori, but it's on my hand. Like, I have a deep <laughs> awareness of my own mortality right now. Are you American? I'm non-specific, according to Dad. And you're always going to be non-specific, son. Except when you're a failure, that is. Because that's <laughs> what you are as well. You're non-specifically a failure. Yeah, ever since I saw Die Hard, I've wanted to go to America. And I've wanted to be in Sweden ever since I went there. And here I am. It's like, hey, I'm walking here. <laughs> ah, I love New York. It's such a cool city. Or like, hey, I'm spending here. It's it's the exact same thing. <laughs> wow, that's racist. I, 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 I turn around and I'm looking at the group and... No one's supporting me in my uh, cultural conceptions of Sweden, I think. Cody? Yes, Dad? Cody, get me a whiskey. Oh, Dad, you aren't, you aren't here, you aren't around. I can't get you a whiskey. You're never going to Sweden, Cody. You're never going. I'm in Sweden, Dad. You can't tell me I'm not going to Sweden. I'm just breaking down in front of everyone. <laughs> You're a disappointment, Cody. Crying, I begin running in the direction of the troll. <laughs> <laughs> run, Cody, run. <laughs> With Cody taking the lead, you all make your way down the road in the direction of the troll. And uh, ten minutes later, you can see his head towering over the over the trees, and you can feel the ground shaking as he's taking, taking his steps. Uh, you hear him roaring in the background, or in the distance. That's unfortunate. He sounds hungry. Does, uh, does anybody know if trolls can be reasoned with? Like, can they speak? I volunteer Christine to go and check. I don't even, like, work for Omen. You do it. What do you mean you don't work for Omen? Does your aunt brought you on this mission? Why did? Why would she do that otherwise? I'm not supposed to be here. There's, like, other people named Winter, and it happens all the time. Wait, she's not meant... What? What? The father, Winter Jr., like... They keep filing me wrong, and like he ended up at my ballet recital once, and I ended up in Antarctica, and they did it again, and I'm here in like Finland, and <laughs> I don't want to talk to any trolls. I get enough of them on my OnlyFans. Well, uh, Minerva, do you have any knowledge? Like this is. I think micro means small, so this is probably a little bit outside your wheelhouse, but do you think it can be, like, reasoned with? I, I don't know. Uh, we could stop it and find out. How would you stop something? Can we stop something large with something small? <laughs> she, like, claps her little fingers together. So once per session, Minerva can summon a swarm of tardigrades yes! to help out. What? And what? I would like to <laughs> I would like to summon 
a swarm directly underneath the uh, the troll that heats up the permafrost underneath him so that he sinks into the ground and then have them leave so that he's frozen there. Well, that is incredible, and I love it. <laughs> all right, all right. You, uh, you uh, call to your tiny, tiny friends that are all over the place, summoning uh, a swarm in front of you uh, that you know is there, but that nobody else can see. You order them all to go to the troll and go into the ground and and uh, and thaw it. A few seconds later, you see the troll like stop in its tracks and like suddenly drop down a few meters, and then just like seems to struggle and starts it starts screaming like. What just happened? No, that's not Smedley. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. What just what, what, what just happened? I I called some friends. And they helped us out. But now we can go talk to him, maybe. Well, I suppose that's right. Don't get too close, though. I don't know what it's going to do. So once per session, I can feel very jealous about other people's special powers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so after letting that small wave of envy pass over me, uh, because I always do a kickflip, I get plus two when I flash to create advantages when my life is at risk. I'm just going to kickflip very close to the troll and attempt to communicate with it. With an additional, always be bodacious bonus. Uh, the troll makes a very impressed noise. It sounded impressed. It seems interested in your kick-flipping ways. So if I, I try to, I'm like, I say, Que paso, Swedish friend? Do you understand me? What am I, what am I getting out of? Uh, the series of rumbles. <laughs> it sort of shrugs. Uh, I, I I do an ollie. Uh, the uh, the air around you shakes as the troll claps with joy. Okay, so I don't know if we can talk to it, but it really likes skateboarding tricks. Quite impressed by them, really. I'm quite impressed as well. Well done. Oh no. Oh, that's gonna get so angry at me again. We have someone who speaks the language here. K Stefan, can you tr try uh, talking to this, the troll? Can you understand what it's saying? Uh, well, well, I can't understand what he's saying. What is it saying? No, I, I can't. I cannot. I, I don't speak troll. I, I'm a ghost. And a fresh one at that. Ah. Is there like a, a Google Translate for troll? I checked my omen phone to see if there's a Google Translate for troll. There's not a Google Translate, but there's an omen translate. Oh, lovely. Alright. Uh, Christine? What? Can you show me how to use this translate thingy? Just like, hold it up to him and like make him make his grunt. Yeah, how do now. I open it? How do I open it? I don't know how to open it. How do I open the bloody thing? You're just so useless. Give it to me. <laughs> I'm 97. And you sound like a long-lost beetle. It's gross. <laughs> I'm going to pretend you didn't say that. I've got the power over life and death, Christine. I've got an unnatural ability to control the dead. And natural ability to flatulate. Oh! Old people. The troll reaches out a... a his hand for a high five. <laughs> oh snap! This troll understands high fives. We can't kill it. 
That would be bad. It has all the traits of sentience. It likes skateboards. <laughs> it, it, it high fives. It doesn't leave you hanging. It's kind. It seems all right so far. All right, Christina. Gen Z magics the app open and holds it up to the troll. Hello, it says. It says hello. Like, is there anything useful we can do? The app translates back, I guess. Oh no. <laughs> and and you get a response from the troll. He's confused and doesn't understand what you mean. Somebody else get over here and like talk to him. I made it work. Hello, Mr. Troll. Mr. Troll was my father. You can call me Troll Junior. <laughs> yes, you can call me Troll Junior. All right then, Troll Junior. You are currently attempting to uh, complete a legally binding contract upon the people of the nearby uh, town. Is that not correct? Yes, uh, Krampus, Uncle Krampus said that I would get a whole pile of reindeer for for a dinner if I went and smashed up the town. Well, maybe you should think about, and I do a, I do a, a varial heel flip, reining it in. <laughs> wow! Can you teach me how to do that? When my feet are stuck now for some reason, but I wanna, I wanna do a, whatever that was. Uh, let me speak to my compatriots very quickly. So I, I try to pull y'all into a huddle if you're cool with that. <laughs> mm -hmm. Gonna make sure the translator's not going. All right. What if we try to do a bargain, a legally binding bargain where the troll won't destroy anything if we teach it skateboard tricks I, I i think by nature of it being a troll doing skateboard tricks it's going to destroy a lot of things but we could at least get it away from town we can distract it for a little while i suppose at least until they get the contract negotiations done doesn't it just want like some reindeers why don't we just get it some more reindeers that's true we could do that but where do you get reindeer from? The woods? Yeah, that sounds like an acquisitions problem. So, what what, what should we do? Well, I still think we should kill it. You turned off the translator, we couldn't hear it. Oh, I, I turned it back on. on. Teach me skateboard tricks! <laughs> <laughs> I want to do a skateboard! Oh no. I clutch my head. I've, I've inspired skateboard jealousy again. This always happens. Every time, Cody. <laughs> I'm gonna smash this skateboard now. Cody, remember your failings. You were right, father! <laughs> so what's happening with this troll? Excuse me, Mr. Troll. Yes? Did you know that the town that you're about to try and destroy has a surprising amount of professional ice hockey players per capita? I hate ice hockey! Oh, okay, then never mind. But this is just an interesting point, isn't it? If you think about it, like, not that many ice hockey players come from most towns, but this one has quite a few. I'm sorry, this is Sweden. Every town has ice hockey players. Well, where I come from, it's a bit strange. I thought it was an interesting tidbit. I... maybe I should eat you instead. You look tasty. Oh, uh, see, Dad said if... As long as they say something mildly threatening at first, you can kill them without feeling guilty. That's my boy. <laughs> uh, the, the troll looks angry because, you know, it understood what you said. It clutches its tree tighter. We don't want to kill you. It's just like you've activated 
the the uh, legally justifiable murder trap card. Skateboard tricks. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. So as a quick distraction, what if I start with the skateboard tricks and then all of you figure out an actual solution? Wait, like, don't like they have those skateboards for your fingers? Just teach them how to do that. Oh, you could do that with the tree. Okay. So your feet are stuck in the ground and. Only way we could change that is if like we cut off your feet, and I'm sure you wouldn't want that. So I'm going to show you some really cool tricks, and you can use I, I show I, I I show with like my fingers. You can use that tree you have in your hand as a fingerboard and like pull off those same tricks, but with your fingers. Which means like if you get really good, you can do it with you can do the same thing I'm doing, but with like two hands, like two skateboards. Something you couldn't even do if you were doing it with your regular feet, dude. Um. Okay, show me. Okay, so I'm gonna wield my teenage musk, aka my multi-use skateboard kit, <laughs> and uh, I start showing. I start showing how to do skateboard tricks as a distraction, so the rest of the group can do something useful. Oh, you mean that's not our solution? I mean, I just don't know if this will be long-term enough. Okay, you, you spend some time teaching the troll skateboard tricks, and eventually the troll is like, ah, this is not a real skateboard. It's not gonna be as cool. It's just as, like, everyone, isn't it just as cool? So cool. I'll tell you what, little human... If you give me your skateboard, I will not destroy the town. I will go learn how to be a good skater, and I will go find my own reindeer and win them in a skating competition. I clutch my skateboard to my chest. You don't have the balls, Cody. You don't have the balls. Uh. You're nothing without that skateboard. That's what makes you, Cody. Uh, I made you, and that skateboard makes you too. I, I look at the group pleadingly. It's all I have. No, it's all you have for now. You can build a better one. We can help you build one on the ride back. Okay. I tremblingly extend the skateboard. Good trade, dude. Thanks. Thank you. And he like, take, picks it up gingerly between his fingers. Now he has like an actual fingerboard. <laughs> Where he's standing, frozen in the in the um, in the forest, he uh, sits down on the ground, crashing uh, down into some trees behind him. And now he's just sitting there, playing with this fingerboard, having a good one. Truly, I am nothing. You're not nothing, Cody. What am I? You helped a person today, and I would say that you helping a person, even if they're a troll, makes you a pretty righteous dude, as the kids would say nowadays. Uh, you, you know there's like uh, skate shops in, in, in Javle. They're only like a kilometer away from there now. I don't know how far away a kilometer is. <laughs> it's less than a mile. Less than a mile is appealing. Significantly less. Let's go get you another skateboard then, shall we? You head off into the into the <laughs> the sunrise, I guess, towards Javle to buy Cody a new skateboard. And that's where we're going to end for tonight, yes. Stupid thumb sensor didn't even work. I didn't find a single thong. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> thank you everyone for playing. Uh, it's been fantastic. I hope you all had, had a lot of fun. And thank you, Cassie, for joining us. Do you want to tell us about your podcast? Yeah, well, thank you. We're just going to have a big circle of thank yous yeah. going around. Um, 
until everyone has to roll sanity, which is where my podcast specializes. Uh, you can find me over at the Lovely Craftians. We are an all ladies group playing Call of Cthulhu. We have a bi weekly release schedule. Uh, Patreon, if you want more than that, just putting that out there. <laughs> and we've recently started branching into Twitch, so you can see us play stuff that isn't just Call of Cthulhu. Wonderful. Our Twitter is at LovelyCraftians, and then basically everything else is LovelyCraftians.com. You can find all our links there. LovelyCraftians.com. All right. Well, in that case, I hope we can have you on again soon because this exchange between our podcasts is turning out fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it's been way fun. <laughs> Andrea, you were a fantastic DM. Thank you for putting this together. Yes, thank you for this. Yeah, thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's I'm very inexperienced, but I try to make it as fun as possible anyway. It was nice doing something set in in your home country yeah i didn't get to do so the one thing that i was going to do with the gas station attendant that i didn't get to do uh is sort of a uh because you're you're in the north of sweden yeah and they have this weird quirk where if you ask someone a question and they say they say yes they'll answer by not like actually uttering a single word just doing what yeah what so is it like one Sip for yes and two for no? No, it's nigh for no and for yes. Oh. What? Well, that's good <laughs> yeah, enough. It's weird I, stuff. Does it have like an accompanying shrug? Uh yeah, a lot of the time. <laughs> that's very strange. It's I don't know, it's 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 cool. I think it's like the only word in our language that doesn't have any letters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to spell exactly. that. <laughs> also, it's interesting to remember that next year it'll be Nelson's turn. Yeah, Nelson. To DM. Have y'all thought about flesh lately? <laughs> no. You sure will next year. Flesh. Oh, God. I'm not ready for another year of dread. <laughs> I'm very scared. And on that bombshell, I'm going to say thank you all for listening to this one. I'll see you next time. Flesh. So this is the first time I've been playing a character in one of our sessions that doesn't know what human meat tastes like. Yet. Well, God that's on recording now, I guess. All right. Put that after the episode, please. I'm absolutely <laughs> going to, yes. Can we change that? Uh, can we make sure? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if we can keep that in mind. <laughs>
<laughs> you yeah. all, if you all want to start eating each other, that's that's fine by me, I guess. It gets very cold in Sweden. 